Are you kidding me, guy? Party life. Oh, I love that song by Heat Club. It's episode 302, The Weight I Wish I Wasn't. And it's Midnight in the Bay podcast. I'm your host, Alex Winnie. And I look like a guy when I put on this hat that I would say something like, you know, the Jews are taking over the world. China and all their people need to go. Lasers started the Maui fire. Aliens are here and Biden is one of them. Trump is the best. Trans should be banned in movie theaters. Uh, Kids should be working. Wives should be hit. Drugs should be legal. And Tesla electric cars are making people gay. I look like a guy like would say stuff like that when I put on that hat. I approached a black guy wearing that hat and he ran. You know, and I ran really fast. I mean, 49ers need a couple extra guys. You should play. But, you know, I didn't have a chance to tell him. I might get a hair transplant so I don't look as racist. Even when I take the hat off, it looks like my dad started that club named after three kegs. Yes, it's tough looking racist. Not when you're talking to a cop or another white person, uh, but uh, very difficult when you're talking to a black cop. <laughs> very difficult. Only time I've gotten a ticket <laughs> at a Red Bull. Have you been drinking? No, Red Bull. I swear. Get on the ground. What are you drinking? No. Huh? Sorry, I'll get here later. Oh my gosh. Black shirt. I'm wearing a black t-shirt. You know why? Because it gives the illusion that I'm not as fat. The illusion that I've lost weight. Every time I wear black, someone comes up to me and goes, oh my gosh, what have you been doing? You look fantastic. I've been doing the same thing. (laughs) Really? You've probably lost 30, 40 pounds. And then I lift up my shirt. No, look at that. (laughs) You know, big nipples. Um, it always throws people off too. Like, oh yeah, you are disgusting. I just didn't realize that with the black shirt. Whoever, whoever invented the black shirt was a genius. You think a black guy invented the black shirt? You think a ninja? Who were wearing black the first? I think ninjas. Ninjas started the mass. You know? And people probably made fun of ninjas. Oh my God, look at those guys. They got their faces wrapped, they're, and they even talk, and they, the ninjas are like, shit, 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 And we're shit talking after that, you know? Uh, I love black. If it, if it wasn't for black, I'd probably have to actually lose weight. But as long as the color black is around on clothing, I'm not hitting the gym. I'm not going on a diet. Uh, I went on a diet for a day and was the meanest person in the world. Almost got a divorce, son started crying, parents wanted to disown me, landlord flipped me off. Uh, I mean, Asian people were honking at me while driving and flipping me off and saying you're horrible, you know? So, and uh, you know, it's just the way it is. That's the way love goes. 
that's the way it goes. That's Janet Jackson. When you get older, you realize why people exercise. <laughs> so they don't kill themselves, right? I exercised the other day because I ran out of black shirts and I felt good. <laughs> I forgot. You're like, oh yeah, you do stuff you don't like. You feel good. Which I, I wish it was the opposite. I wish you did stuff that felt bad and, you know, good things happened. <laughs> but it's really the stuff you hate. Like, oh, I really gotta be nice to my family. Ugh. And then you do it. They're like, oh, wow, this is, they're hugging me. This is nice. This is, well, I should start doing good things. I, uh, I put out the cans for my neighbor next door, you know, the, the trash cans. And uh, I didn't put out my, my cans. Look at my cans, neighbor. Um, and she like almost started crying. Older lady. I was like, okay, well, this feels good. I mean, not the fact that she was crying, but you know, she was so happy. I was like, I'm not used to this. I'm like, I'm like the devil becoming good, you know? Hmm. Hmm. I was making a pipe of an apple and my side goes, what are you doing? And my side means son, what are you doing? I got to make ornaments for Christmas because it's September. I go, yeah, I'm feeling festive. <laughs> so at least my son won't know I wasn't making a pipe. He'll just think I'm crazy. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. What do you say when you're digging holes in an apple? Uh, checking for worms. <laughs> yeah. I don't look much at social media anymore. Better to know what's not out there. I avoid looking because once you start looking, everything else around you just is disgusting. You know what I mean? I remember I watched, you know, one news station for a long time and was, you know, flipping off ethnic people and putting down women and painting my face brown. And then I watched the other one and I'm flipping off people in trucks and, you know, <laughs> cheering in a parade and, you know, dancing up and down with nipple clamps. <laughs> It's I'm so influenced, you know, and then you go on social media, you see other people, what they're living with, and then you're looking at what you're living with, you're like, oh, this is, but you got to be grateful, right? There's always going to be something better. But see, our generation never saw that. You know what I mean? They're in their own world, happy. People were a lot happier back in the day. Why do you think people, they weren't taking fucking pills to be happy well, they just had happiness working on the farm being in their small town they didn't know much once you start knowing more that's why i stayed dumb that's why i'm staying off of social media you know i just want a happier life keep it happy if you know what i mean um geez some of this is pretty graphic well you guys just by looking at me, you know, I'm more in a foreplay than anything. <laughs> Can I get the, the lazy version of uh, fornicating? <laughs> Can I just lay down? <laughs> My son is at the age where he doesn't get homesick. That's kind of depressing. Your kids 
will be at a, at a fun age where they want to be around you. They, they want to have fun with you. They want to go out with you. Uh, and then just one day it's like, want to hang out? Oh no. Can this person come over? Can I go do this? And then they're in their room by themselves watching the iPad. You know, it's, uh, it changes quick. It's kind of depressing. It's like, now it's like living with a roommate. You know, I didn't pay rent. I'm like, when are you going to start paying rent? Oh, I'm too young to work. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a messy roommate. One you got to tell over, hey, do this. Can you do this? I already told you this. You know, but you love the roommate. You can't do anything about it. One day, you have a fantasy of kicking them out. <laughs> Hard to be in the cannabis and go on a diet. That's, it's almost physically impossible. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to go on a diet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 you're sitting on the couch. Uh, yeah, diet, yeah, want to lose weight, want to get rid of the mantis. And then somehow it, that just gets raked away by, you know, the, the demons of marijuana just, no, 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 you don't have goals. No, you need to eat, you know. I I feel like when you smoke, you become more of a caveman. It brings you back to, like, primitive living, you know. You just want to eat and drink and dance and uh, sit and ponder and meet, you know. It's very interesting. When you're not, you're, like, more intelligent and more of a person, you know. You're disciplined and you're doing your goals and... You know, it's destructive or wild, which isn't fun. Ugh. It's fun to be destructive and wild. It makes life entertaining. I can't go to the gym anymore. The women. They're always looking at me when I'm on the treadmill because these bounce. And I, I know this one woman who you know, had a little smaller, you know, that makes you certain way in mysterious ways. And uh, she was looking at me like asshole I should have those I was like I'm done I can't and you know I already got their boyfriends looking at me wishing their girlfriend had this you know this is awkward I'm gonna go uh, walk outside which is weird walking outside when everyone has a dog and you don't they're like what's wrong with this guy they're like looking at my wrists for medical bracelets you know why is this guy walking by himself what is wrong with him um if you can't tell, this podcast is just random thoughts I write throughout the week. Uh, some dirty, some uh, disgusting, but uh, you know, it's it's what we do. It's it's some of these thoughts will go on stage, which you could come see me live. Check out my schedule on underscore Alex Woody Comedy on Instagram, or message me on there. I'm always desperate for communication. And I'll give you some dates. I don't have stuff posted because a lot of times I'll just hop on the shows. Hey, can I get a set or, you know, just show up. But uh, I do have some planned. And if you're in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, September 17th, I want to say, uh, I'm going to be at a comedy club there. And I'm going to be uh, doing a show at a dispensary. So... Hit me up, look on the schedule, I'll be posting uh, flyers. Um, we're going to be having fun. Yes, this is how I am. I'm very, 
This is fun to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) I do have some news articles of the week, but before I get to them, I just want to say this podcast is brought to you by Silver Tongue Audio. Go to silvertongueaudio.org and you'll see my podcast there for you to download Deeds in the Stir, which is a fun podcast where a guy hangs out with Mary Jane, shines a little light on dark subjects. Very fun, very entertaining. Check it out. And then the NPC podcast, the non-player character podcast, is a video game podcast with people that are in the industry that like to joke around with one another. You might learn something. You might laugh. It might be both. Check it out. It's fun, entertaining. NPC podcast at silvertongueaudio.org. Yes. And, you know, I'm a little off today, too, because I went to a co-worker's house. And, uh, you know, some cultures, uh, they just want to feed you. Feed, 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 feed. And uh, hang on, I'm going to phone call. Uh, you're, on, you're, you're on the podcast. You called me. Are you calling me about the game? Yeah, yeah I did. I called you. I apologize. Fucking Clemson shit the bed. I'm done gambling for a while. You probably should be, or at least don't gamble listen to me. That was a good game. It's like the best thing. Uh, Scott Van Belter says the best thing he's seen on TV the whole day was that fucking upset. They played like shit. Everything they should have done to lose the game, they did. Well, Scott Van Pelt doesn't watch porn. What? what? Never mind. <laughs> that podcast got real weird all of a sudden. <laughs> he, I'm saying that was the best thing he's seen on TV today. I'm like, he obviously doesn't look at titties. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um, wait, wait, wait. He sees but, different titties in the paper porn. He just does live porn, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot. There's people like that out there. <laughs> yeah, the people have to pay for the pussy. <laughs> What is that like? <laughs> um, wait, wait, but why have you on the phone? Are you going to put money on the Detroit, Kansas City, and what should I do? Uh, I am. I don't even know, and I can't tell you that because I've told you two wrong, wrong things last time. So I know I'm not going to be able to pay rent. Well, then you have a gambling problem, man. You're supposed to do. You're supposed to be for shits and giggles. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You missed out of college from tonight. You should have came. Show's cracking. Well, I should have. The list was full. I don't know. Yeah, it was. All right. Well, I got folks coming out. I was going to call you tell you. My bad on that. No, it's all good. I couldn't believe it. Thank you for coming out. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. You hear that? You hear the deploying fans leaving? Wow, I think they all heard it. Go follow Brian Hicks on Instagram. We'll talk to you later. And I didn't even do that. Motherfucker. Wow. I'll holler at you. All right, later. Peace. Wow, that was fun. That was real fun. That was comedian Brian Hicks. He runs a great show in Oakland at the Copper Spoon. I'm there all the time working on material, uh, a.k.a. just bombing. But that's what you're supposed to do as a comedian is try stuff. And for me, I try a lot of stuff. (laughs) And uh, we bomb a lot, but uh, we cry. We call mama and we get back up on stage. That's what we do.
But some cultures just like the Fijian. I'm at the coworker's house and just, are you hungry? Yeah. And they feed me right when I get there. I'm like, there's like meat in my mouth as soon as I sit down. And then I, as soon as I finish the plate, another plate. Yeah, sure. Another plate. I thought they're trying to kill me. I thought they're trying to eat me. I'm like, okay, I've gained 15 pounds while I'm here. And then now I'm here. You ever try to talk after eating food? Sound like she should be in a single silo. <laughs> to all my episodes. <laughs> I am a walking stereotype when it comes to my size. I'm always full. I love food. All right. Enough with the rambling. Let's get to the news articles of the week. Of the week. I'm a sex therapist. I sleep with my clients to save marriages. Sex therapist Olivia Bentley takes a hands-on approach with her clients by sleeping with them. I've saved marriages, doubtful. Are you a hooker? What are you? You're not a therapist. I get physically involved with the majority of the people I see. I feel bad for the people you don't uh, get physically involved. They're looking at themselves like, what's wrong with me? This hooker doesn't want to sleep with me. Been there. The veteran sex worker. Ah, now we get to the right uh, title. (laughs) Who spent 15 years in the industry claims that women have to ask her to demo sex acts on their husbands. Who are these wives? I've never met a wife that was like, hey, excuse me, miss. Can you show me what I should be doing to my husband? (laughs) Some wives grant their eager husbands a hall pass to play with Bentley. Uh, yeah, sure. That's what guys say. Oh, yeah, you married? Yeah, no, it's fine. That's a hall pass. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Who are these ladies? Are they drunks? Some ladies say, I don't always want to be involved in this, but I don't know who you are. I want to approve you, and I'm going to let him come and see you, said the 46-year-old educator who earns a whopping 500000 a year. So there is, she's claiming wives are like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's probably people that have been married for like 40 years. Like, yeah, he won't stop pumping me. Can you just bang him and really try to fuck him so hard he dies? <laughs> and I was going to love this video. Outside the bedroom, Bentley, who sees up to 10 clients per week, supports her customers emotionally and gives them tips for managing a healthy life or sex life. And uh, incidentally, their marriage. How does this help. I want to know banging dudes how that, that helps their marriage. It's just going to make their marriage worse because all you want to do is bang you. They bang you, fucking model, and then they go back to their wife, you know, a toad. You know, I don't know how that works, right? People are usually nervous, so I have to do my job at making them feel making them feel comfortable. Yeah, what's that thing off your shirt? Easing them into it. I'm like a guide. No, you're not. You're like a whore. She said, <laughs> nothing that wants a woman to feel more confident and comfortable. That makes you feel confident. Yeah, yeah. My Bentley lacks official counseling qualifications. Oh, so you are just a whore. <laughs> she has a master's degree in education and attended much of her X-rated tricks while working at the Nevada's Moonlight Bunny Ranch, a little brothel. Okay. 
The self-proclaimed sex therapist denounced unfair women who refused to fulfill their partner's sexual desires. It's called marriage, lady. Something, uh, have you heard of it? I know there's a lot of sexless relationships out there. <laughs> and there's a lot of unhappy men. Um, after a few years with their wives, Bentley's male clients have said their sex life goes out the door. Yeah, I just said that. This, she said, is when the so-called the hall pass is played, adding their needs are met elsewhere by not their wives. Hello, I just said that. I'm a bald lunatic when I came up with this. Am I, it's not an opinion to get married to a man and then turn around and say, oh, sorry, I'm not in stuck anymore. Too bad for you. This article doesn't even make sense anymore. It's not, does she sleep with the uh, writer? It's not fair to see this all the time. Okay, but see me sex lancers. The more authentic you are, the more sex, oh, no, no, God, I'm, I'm an idiot. The more athletic you are, the more sex you want to have. I'm actually tired of when I'm being athletic. You feel more confident around, okay, jeez. She just sleep with the, uh, the founder of this, come on. Bentley applauds her brave clients for working toward a healthy relationship. <laughs> Gosh, she's a moron. Company, couples who have sessions with me are, are the coolest in the world because they understand the importance of sexuality in their relationship as far as retaining a healthy marriage. Uh, yeah, 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 you sound like a hell of a therapist. I'll mention you to my wife and see if I don't get slapped five million times. Okay, let's see this guy. He's drinking alcohol. His face is on fire. Your face is on fire. Your face is... He's not going to be able to grow a beard. I like that. He just started dancing. His face was on fire, but he just started dancing to play it off like, hey, you know, that didn't just happen. I'm not an idiot. This is definitely in another country, right? I like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, look at this person working and uh, uh, excuse me miss uh, you might want to put on jeans uh, vagina of steel that is a dedicated worker that woman, that woman feels no pain she's demonstrating uh, the grace of a lady Huh. That's a soldier right there. <laughs> and this guy is in an elevator and he's peeing on all the buttons. He thinks he's in the bathroom. Oh no. Oh God, he had to touch one of the buttons. Uh oh. He broke the fucking elevator by peeing on it. Look at Oh my God. See, that's karma right there. That's, that's karma 101. You do something destructive and then it, it screws you in the end. You know what I mean? It's like driving a car really fast and doing donuts in it. And then like one of your tires comes off. You're like, how that happen? Oh yeah. I was being an idiot. Uh, guests and performers at Germany's largest theme park were injured after an attraction collapsed in the water. Look at these two guys just leave. Something really bad happened and he's casually left. Did they? Let's watch this again. Watch this. These two guys are watching it and all these people fall in the water and this thing breaks and they're like, okay, this is, this is too realistic. They're like, wow, this is too much. I mean, those guys didn't even like jump in the help or like 
have any urgency to go get someone who's casually walked away like this is okay these let's not look I drove by an accident one time and didn't help <laughs> it happens Gen Zers are sharing why they've given up on bras well Gen Z women are embracing going braless and freeing move has taken the internet by storm. Oh yeah. And your dad's stepdad's uh, background on their phone. The hashtag no bra has over 600 million. That's more people in China. Tags on social media platform, TikTok, and women are sharing their outfits and looks without underwire in sight. Being braless has become such a thing that no bra challenge is going viral. And I just want to say something, guys. I'm not wearing a bra. I'm participating in this. So I support it. Won't go any further than that so I don't get divorced. That's been the podcast. Thank you guys for checking in. Um, we're going to have some guests. I mean, look at Brian Hicks called in, but we're going to have some comedian guests. We've got a big old school, um, still doing big show comedian who's been doing it for years coming on the podcast soon. And, you know, I'm going to have some friends come back on. Uh, people have been avoiding me because I've been real gassy lately. So uh, now that I've been taking Beano, I think I can get some guests back on here. Thank you, guys. Love ya. Let's go out with some Heat Club, right? A little Heat Club. Let's get in that hand. Oh, that's not Heat Club. This is Heat Club. Silver Tongue Audio.